The eternal God is our refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. Open the Word of God with me for an opening passage of Scripture to Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 8. I have seldom, if ever, opened from Proverbs. I can tell you that in my years and age and experience, Proverbs chapter 8 has become my favorite chapter of Proverbs. It is the least practical of all the 31 chapters of Proverbs in that it doesn't have the little single statement rules for living, but it sure does exalt wisdom in Proverbs chapter 8. Last evening I had you read Proverbs chapter 4 where I had hoped, and I'm sorry if I didn't explain it well enough, that in your minds at least, you would substitute the word worldview for the words wisdom, understanding, instruction, knowledge, doctrine that came along in that chapter because Solomon was trying to convey to his son the proper worldview that his father, David, had conveyed to him. And that's what wisdom, understanding, knowledge, instruction, discretion, prudence, and doctrine are. It's the proper worldview. But we're not at Proverbs 4. I just want one verse from Proverbs chapter 8. And it's the verse that is, it's been submitted to the world from our website for this weekend. It was sent out on Friday at noon, and it's still there until today at noon. And it's Proverbs chapter 8 and verse 24. When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no fountains abounding with water. When there were no depths, I was brought forth when there were no fountains abounding with water. I was overwhelmed by the verse. How many times have I read the verse? I've written a little nearly worthless commentary on the verse. Overwhelmed by the verse. You say you're easy to overwhelm. Thank you, Lord, for making me easy to overwhelm. I want to be a little child before you, and I thank you for every word that you've given me. Before there was H2O, there was something else. The only right worldview. Wisdom, prudence, understanding, discretion, knowledge, and doctrine, and it was with the Lord. Do you know how early Proverbs 8.24 is? (laughs) Now, if you think the Bible is just a simple timeline you're going to put Proverbs 8.24 after Genesis 1.1. But you're wrong, because it says there was no water. And if you just read the next couple of verses, it gives it away that this is before Genesis 1.1. It's very clearly before Genesis 1.1. Before the mountains were settled in verse 25, verse 26, while as yet he had not made the earth, there was wisdom. So Proverbs 8.24 is telling us the eternal nature of wisdom. The when in Proverbs 8.24 is in eternity because God has wisdom as part of his nature. It's before Genesis 1.2 when the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. It's before Genesis 1.1 when in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. It was in eternity. It is the origin of wisdom. It is with God himself. It comes from no other source. There's no other agent that brings it about but our God himself. It is the origin of our worldview in eternity, 
and it was revealed in time to us. Right. Something eternal revealed in time to us. And it's been claimed by us as God's gift to us. And so we're preaching about it, and we're learning it, and we're writing it down, and we're trying to organize it so that we can get our little minds around what his infinite mind has conveyed to us, and that is wisdom. Now it is our duty, after it's been revealed and after we've claimed it, it's our duty to promote it, defend it, teach it, and practice it. And may God bless us to do those things with his worldview. I think I know the book of Proverbs decently, but I've changed a particular personal habit every day, and I'm overwhelmed by these verses of Proverbs. And there's only one other person on earth that knows how messed up I can be, and I believe we all should be, at God's precious words. You say, all I see in this verse is that wisdom was from eternity. Yeah, I guess that's all there is. But the way the Lord wrote it to me, right. when there were no depths, when there were no fountains, when there was no H2O, I had something that you need, and I give it to you as a loving father. Amen. I give you my wisdom. Oh, it's pretty great. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Let us pray. Almighty God, Lord Jehovah, the God that inhabits eternity, Amen. we worship thee. We cannot comprehend eternity. One second of thought, and we're overwhelmed, confused, unable to grasp it. But thou art our eternal God, and underneath us are everlasting arms that shall never let us go. We thank thee, blessed God and Father in heaven, that by your infinite, divine, omniscient nature, possessing all knowledge, all wisdom, all prudence, all discretion, all doctrine. You shared a sufficient amount of that with us that we might have the only right worldview and know how to live our lives on this planet. We thank and we praise thee. You have not just given us a doctrine of the adoption of sons, but you have adopted us as sons and you have treated us as sons and you are a far better father than any father in this assembly or any father that we can imagine because we being evil know how to give good gifts to our children, but our gifts to our children are vain soap bubbles in comparison to the wisdom you give to us. Except, O oh Lord, I pray that today, by the power of your Holy Spirit and the power of your word, you will convict every parent, father and mother, to convey to their children the wisdom you have conveyed to them, that we might perpetuate the heritage of the Lord, and that is the blessing of thy words. Father, I thank thee that before there was H2O, 
And many like to think back of a primordial sea out of which all life came. But we know that I am that I am existed before there was any water. And he had wisdom. And he had infinite wisdom. And he knew how to apply that wisdom. And the world is the evidence of it. Though we have corrupted it, his wisdom shall prevail. And we thank thee, blessed God, that thou art our God. Now this day, we ask thee in thy house, as many prayers already have requested last evening, in private, and with the men this morning, that you will bless us, that you will open our eyes, that you will open the word, that you will open my mouth, that we might be blessed with further wisdom from your scriptures. And this blessing, and no detraction from it, no reduction, no dilution, we pray for all thy pastors and people scattered abroad. Heavenly Father, be with us now and accept our worship. It is our pleasure, our desire, to be in thy house this day, and we shall give thee our best. Anyone that has not prepared for this, O Lord, have mercy upon them and convict them right now by thy Holy Spirit. Let them understand that this is not an assembly like the Roman Catholic Church and her daughters. We have come together as living stones to build a living temple where the living cornerstone, the Lord Jesus Christ, has laid the foundation. And we pray that you will inhabit us this day, that you will not take away your candlestick, that it will burn brightly on the altar as we use Old Testament symbology, and have mercy, O Lord, that it might burn brightly today, and that we might come into thy house to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Forgive us our sins, cleanse us from all unrighteousness, cleanse us from all foolishness, cleanse us from all selfishness, cleanse us from all laziness, and now empower us by your Spirit. In Jesus' glorious name we pray, amen.